You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. So Shannon, I know that you uh, are probably really looking forward to the season that is about to unfold for our world of summer. It would be just right around the corner. I'm still waiting for spring up here in Michigan. (laughs) Well, I'm so sorry to hear that because as of the recording of this, we spent the weekend in our pool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last last weekend I was up in Traverse City and it was 41 degrees and raining. And I was like, and why did I move up here? (laughs) That's on you, girl. That That is is. on you. It is. But the other thing that comes along times with summer is the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. Yeah. Which that's and and 105 degree temperatures where it'll be 90 here in Michigan, and that's when I'll be rubbing it in with you. You can rub all you want, but I'll be in a pool. Um, uh, and speaking of rub, people need to bring their suntan lotion because that pool at the getaway is so sweet. That is true. Those of you that are coming from the north to the getaway, um, sun is different down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll it'll burn mm-hmm. you, make you nice and toasty, and uncomfortable for other things that might be unfolding during the getaway. In your bedroom, hopefully. So this <laughs> yeah, is, that'd be miserable yeah, to get sunburn on the first day of the getaway. That sun, would be bad. Sunburn <laughs> sex is a whole different kind of sex. That's just no, no, no. I can no. smell aloe vera gel in the air all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we're having honest conversations. And if you're not coming to the getaway and you still want to, uh, there's still time. You could jump on board real quick and book everything and and make it happen. So, sexymarriageradio.com. You can find details. We can slip you in at the last minute, Absolutely. and you will not regret it. It'll be the best money and time you've spent in a long time. Yes, it will. And the other thing that we love hearing from our listeners is via our email, which is feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. You can also jump on um, and give us a – there's a form on sexymarriageradio.com that gives you more details to share with us. And also then possibly join us on air uh, to discuss whatever's going on in a much deeper fashion, in a much broader fashion on on where we can go with things. And I like to think of it in terms of, hey, you get the opportunity to just steal time with us. (laughs) Free 30 minutes of sex therapy. (laughs) To go where you want it to go. Individualize. To go where you want it to go. And I love the listener feedback about this new feature that we've added this year of in the interest of being vulnerable, giving listeners an opportunity to come to the table with their own issues and be vulnerable with the audience and just hear us chew it out, chew on it together. Um, I, I'm excited that we've done this, Corey. Thank you for boldly going where we'd never gone before. Absolutely. And thanks mostly to our listeners who are willing to boldly go there. Yes. We have far more applications than we could possibly manage on the show, but uh, we, we just so appreciate the interest. It tells yes. us we're on the right track. Right, because that also then helps us keep, as you would say, uh, our fingers on the pulse point of what's going yes. on with our audience, because we do want to, con- every single episode we do of Sexy Marriage Radio, I want it to be relevant. I want it to be mm-hmm. applicable. I want it to be helpful. That helps people move, you know, from point three to point five <laughs> or, or, or whatever, right. or from nine to 10 or Whatever it is, so that there's constantly some sort of improving possibilities Gross. that happen, because that's that's what this whole thing is about. You can also let us know what you think on iTunes. Give mm-hmm. us comments, uh, give us a review. That helps us climb the charts, where we continually teeter right there at the top ten list. You know, right on the edge of it. And so, with with help from our awesome, sexy listeners, uh, 
we'll mm-hmm. keep climbing. And I got to say thank you to them for for helping us be what we've done become thus far. Yeah. And if you want to help spread the word about Sexy Marriage Radio, send us an email with your mailing address and we will send you some postcards and bumper stickers to uh, to pass out to your friends. Bumper yep. stickers for your car, card, postcards to pass out to to or your, the workers or a bumper sticker you could class. put on your friend and that's how you could discover what's <laughs> going on with the show uh speaking of the form that you talked about um we we do have a guest for today's show we do indeed a brave young lady by the name of annie joins annie us is going to be joining us where let me let's give a little bit of a background just to help mm-hmm. the audience get up to speed and then annie you can jump on with us and and fill in the gaps that we leave in this background mm-hmm. uh, information but mm-hmm. she sent in uh, a form that talked about her situation is very, very similar to the episode we did a while back with a mm-hmm. young woman named Lauren, where likes low desire but likes the chase. Mm-hmm. And her phrase was that ever since she's had a daughter two years ago, uh, she just hasn't had as much interest in sex, if at all. And there's maybe once once a month she's interested doesn't but she doesn't feel attracted to and I love this her gorgeous husband in gorgeous any way husband. gorgeous <laughs> husband I, I mean it, speaking as not as a gorgeous husband necessarily I hope Pam would say that but speaking as a man uh, we like hearing those things too that that sure. idea of hey I think you're handsome I think you're gorgeous it's just it's not just a female you guys don't have that market cornered on the Mm -hmm. desire of interest for that. But one of the biggest things she talks about is there's not an attraction because he's always having issues with jobs where there's some unhappiness, there's some unfulfilling, there's some different things that come up. And while a wife strives for stability, and in particular Annie strives for stability and would do almost anything to get it, When he doesn't like his job and stops trying, it makes their future look bleak, which then impacts her sexually, which that's a easy connect the dots. That's a trust (laughs) equals lust issue. Yes, it is. Trust that your security is secure, then the lust is hard to come by. Yeah, uh, the concept of a guy being lax or lacking ambition doesn't fit the stereotypical mold of what a woman looks for. In a husband, so when she mm-hmm. sees that that's a character or quality sure. that he wrestles with, um, that that can be a little discombobulating. Okay. So I really saw um, Annie's um, email as really two layers that probably a lot of women out there can identify with, especially the concept of having a toddler. I, I don't know of a time in a woman's life when her libido is is lower than when she has little kids around her ankles. So um, I'm hoping that this show is going to be a blessing to a lot of women right. out there listening. So, Annie, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And so I guess right out of the gate, I just would, what are, from, I mean, that was a really quick nutshell nutshell of what you said on the form. Um, What do I need to, what do we need to fill in before we start going deeper? Okay, well, I'll just, I guess I can give you like a pre-story or whatever. So, um when we first got married, which was about eight years ago, I think. Yeah. Eight years. Um, he had a job. I don't think he even had it for a year. Got fired. Got another job. Got fired. Okay. About the same amount of time, the same job. Uh, got another job. Um, it was awful that the job was, um, it was like telemarketing, I think. And then he decided to go back to school. So now we're largely in debt. Um, <laughs> Okay. A student loans, a whole nother story. Um, and then 
so now he works with my dad who is the same profession um and now he's has the same kind of feeling where he's like not into it anymore and uh and I um I kind of see where he's coming from with some of the problems that uh he's working with and stuff like that but now my family is involved right um and so well nepotism can hurt a lot yes (laughs) yes and and what Um, kind of work does he do generally I mean, if I say it, <laughs> oh, dig dead. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't, don't have to give it. away details that are giveaways. No, don't say um, it. Yeah, it's in the medical field. I will say. Okay. In the what kind of field? Medical field. Medical field. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, and so it, we. I mean, we really do have a lot of student loans from that. Yeah. Um, but, um, trying to think. I mean, he loves the profession. It's just now he's working with my dad and now he's kind of losing his like love for it because he's depressed where he's at. And, you know, I, and he's got no ambition. He's not like a go-getter. I would never put him as like a go-getter or a self-starter or anything like that. It just really, really puts a damper on how I feel about him. It just, it hurts. So I was going to ask if depression is an issue. Is this, is this something, is this a pattern that you've recognized through the years, even before the job losses? Um, no, I just, I don't know. He, he probably is a little bit depressed, but I just think that he loses interest in things so fast. And I don't know how to keep that going for him. I don't know what to do. Um, so wait, I'm wait, wait, sure. hold on. I, I got to stop with that. Is that your job to help him yeah. not lose interest in something? No. Okay. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and the question that came up in my mind when you said he loses interest in stuff so quickly, has he ever been tested for ADD? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. I would think that I would be the one that has ADD in our relationship. He's pretty, <laughs> he's a pretty relaxed person. Like, um, but ADD, somebody that you can't, yeah, sorry, go ADD ahead. doesn't necessarily mean ADHD, right? The yeah, a lack of focus and, and depression. And that, that's certainly something that I think would be worth exploring to find out okay. if there's something cognitively going on that, um, could really benefit from medication because, sure. um, you can't light a fire hot enough under a person's butt that is having some cognitive challenges that aren't medicated. Like it just not enough. There's not enough um, influence in the world that if there's something going on mm-hmm. um, mentally or, you know, that needs medication, then it needs medication. But that's something that you can explore with your doctor. Right. Sure. So yeah. I, I got Annie, I got a couple of environmental questions for you real quick. As, mm-hmm. as a family and more particularly as a couple, how often are you guys outside active doing something together as a family or individually? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> we, not a lot, actually. Okay. Like as a family, not a lot. Okay. Um, we're the, those people that like, we're so tired, like from the weeks that we just want to stay at home, like watch Netflix. You know, sure. and we're just like zoning out Netflix all the time. That's all we do. Okay. So you don't get a lot of sunshine, fresh air. Yeah. And are you living? Do, do you guys live? We talked it out with our dog. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 that's fine. You go. I'm sorry. 
oh no we we like take our daughter to the park and stuff like we have a park near us and so and we we walk we like to be active i'd say we're pretty healthy people um so we try and do that type of thing but like as a family we're not like going out going places no not a lot Okay, well, and I think those two are are very similar, but still important. Mm -hmm. If you're doing stuff individually that's active, or it's you and your daughter that's active, I mean that's that's better than doing nothing. (laughs) So, yeah, hear it very clearly of just because I think environmentally, from what you're talking about, um, we didn't. Mm I, I, I don't know what part of the country you live, if ours is north or south, um, to where weather could be an impact, like Shannon has to deal with if you're mm-hmm. up north. Weather's an impact. And, and so it does, you do have some seasonal things that you have to address differently, yeah. depending on where I have you all live. The okay. Yeah. But there is some, there's still some importance to, you know, when we have something that isn't going well, and then all of a sudden we start, like what you're describing with your husband, that now all of a sudden you get a little bit of a negative view of him. If you don't have mm-hmm. a holistic approach, in a sense, to where you're still focusing on other things that at times could boost him, where you're being a motivator of, hey, you know, tonight when you get home, we're going to the park. Would love it if you join us. Or, hey, tonight, let's go yeah. do this. Or to where, it's, it's, I don't know, it, Shannon, isn't it very common that we can get in situations where I don't know what's wrong with me, but if I was to take a macro view, you know, kind of an aerial snapshot, I would realize, wait, I haven't left my mm-hmm. house in five days. I haven't <laughs> eaten well in a week. Right. I, have, I haven't you know, had a salad in a month. Right. And I haven't um, exercised and sweat in forever. You know, now all of a sudden I realize, yeah. well, hold on. Maybe that's impacting my mental uh, my my mm-hmm. mental state as well, which obviously yeah, it's going to. Yeah. And I'm just curious, like how many hours a week or night is Netflix or TV or video games or something like that a part of the equation? Me and, so we'll put our daughter to bed, you know, and then me and him will be on the couch watching Netflix. I mean, from 7.38, we watch maybe like an hour, an hour and a half of Netflix every single night. Okay. That's probably more, more on the weekends too. And then do you have much yeah. energy for each other by the time you go to bed? I mean, is intimacy. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I love, I love how that was. I love the vocal fry there. No. Right. <laughs> it's, um, that's like the weekend. Cause then we have, I have energy on the weekend, but like, you know, I'm chasing around toddler. I also work too um you know i i do a bunch of things i'm cleaning i'm trying to fit in a workout i'm trying to do all this stuff so it's just a lot and then by the end of the day i'm like no sure and do you feel as if he's pretty hands-on with you in the house and with your daughter and all of that to where you're not trying to be superwoman yeah he's awesome like to me i think he's probably any woman's dream like he helps out. He helps out. He's amazing with my daughter or with our daughter. Um, he, he's awesome. It's just, yeah, there's that one part that's so important to me that I just feel like I'm not getting. What um, makes, what makes that one part so much more important? I feel like, um, like we're not going to have a future. Like I don't want to be stuck in the middle forever, you know? Okay. Uh, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it does. But so, are you a um, 
are you you're a forward thinker, a, a future dreamer kind of more than um we'll we'll figure it out as we go along. Like a planner versus <laughs> a we'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very like you know, I want him to be ambitious cuz I am very ambitious too. Um I'm very like let's do this. Let's get this done. Let's get it done right away. Let's make a plan. Let's write a list. So and- and do you, do you think that you're so type A that it makes him tired and that he kind of settles down deep into his type B rut knowing that you'll do it all? Maybe. I think we've, we've taken a test where there were type A or type B and he's more, he came out more type A, but I really think that I'm type A. I don't know. Um, well, it could be that you're both, but it could be that you're just yeah. so far further on the spectrum that it makes him look more type B in comparison. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. So is it possible, is it possible that your expectations are at play here in, in creating this yeah. disappointment? Is there an H in front of the word expectation? Have you put a hex on this relationship by expecting far more um, than is possible in the, in the season? Or do you really feel as if there's a laziness issue and that he needs to, to get some help. I think, I think both. Okay. I mean, I feel like he needs a, a little bit of a fire under his butt. Um, but I mean, I don't know. We all have our issues, you know, that we deal with and that's his. Um, and I think he's perfect at everything else. Um, but I do have really high expectations. I know I do. And so, um, and I also have a problem with uh, comparing our marriage and our life you like how my what my parents were where my parents were at at their point at that point in their life or like where they're at now um that was going to be so, my next question is tell me about your family of origin <laughs> lifestyle and what kind of living your father yeah. provided for your mother and you yeah. <laughs> yeah so I guess if your father is employing your husband then he's obviously yeah. made a good living for himself yeah so I come from a pretty, I would say, middle, upper class family, and I have a big family. I'm the oldest of five, um, but never had to worry about money. Like, parents never even talked about it. You know, it was never a stress um, on me until now. Um, And then he comes from a family that's probably middle, like, towards the end of the middle class. Um, so, and they had a lot of money struggles, so it's, it's been tough. <laughs> so he's got, he's got a head start on you on dealing with, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. More life experience and seeing that it all works out in the yeah, end. And, ni- the- and neither one is right necessarily. Keep that in mind. You know, I mean, what you were right. raised with versus what he was raised with, neither one of them is right. That's, they're just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shift gears slightly to the fact that you have a two-year-old. Um, are you, are you aware that from the moment of conception, a woman's energies, her focus shifts from her husband to her unborn child. And on average, it will remain that way for 16 to 18 years until that child is old enough to be independent and out on their own. Mama bear's energies is, are focused on baby bear, not papa bear. Um, yeah. 
but I, I was hopeful when I heard you say that it's mostly on the weekends that you have energy to connect sexually. So, um, you know, one of the mistakes obviously that so many women make is they focus so much on the kids that they let the marriage really suffer. And then come time for the kids to leave and go off to college. They kind of look at each other, like, who are you? Do you feel as if you are being intentional to connect when you do feel like you're capable of connecting so that that dynamic doesn't happen in your marriage? Will you repeat that one more time? Do you feel as if you are being intentional enough about connecting with him, for example, like on the weekends when you said um, to keep the relationship strong or are you letting the insecurities of the stuff that's going on in his life inhibit your drive toward him? Um, I feel like I could be a little bit more intentional for sure. Um, I feel like we're just too in a rut where we're just, doing the same thing you know because that's what we do we just kind of chill at home or you know watch Netflix or um we don't really do anything more than that so well maybe it's time for a cleansing of the palate and to give Netflix a rest it'll still be there uh (laughs) if you took a week or two break um but yeah I, I definitely think that to be intentional about trying to create sexual moments with him for him is going to go a lot further in motivating him to provide that security that you need. Whereas women who mm-hmm. feel as if, well, I'll show you, I'm just going to take sex out of the equation because you're kind of a lazy bum right now. Not saying that you would go that far and say that about your husband, but you get the <laughs> idea that a woman who yeah. uses sex to punish or uses lack of sex to punish her husband, how is that inspiring him? It doesn't. It, it just makes him Mm-mm. all the more depressed and frustrated and angry and withdrawn and feels yeah. like a bigger loser than he already felt like. So uh, it is, I mean, are there opportunities that you can create to just bring him comfort sex? Because my guess is, is that he's troubled by these failed jobs and having to work for your dad too. Yeah. So yeah, there are, you know, I definitely would have to think about, you know, what I could do, but I think that that's definitely a possibility um, as well. So when he gets frustrated, is he open about that with you? Or are Um, you reading it? So he used to like come to me and tell me, oh, this happened, blah, 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 at the office. You know, and then it stresses me out really bad. And so I think eventually he stopped talking, bringing that home and stopped talking about that. But I can tell. Okay. Um, I can tell just it's really subtle, but I can tell just how he acts or, you know, it's just in his eyes that he didn't have a good day or, you know, he's not happy. And so that affects him a lot too. Sure. Um, and then um, I, before I forget, I'm going to mention this. So he... So since I'm not like, I'm kind of low desire, um, that makes him want me more. Um, and so he's like all about me. Like he's just trying to do everything, like be right. really nice to me. Right. just really listens all the time and all stuff. And it, that turns me away too. Um, Cause it's just too much. It's all about me. I'm, I'm kind of used to being like, um, I want to say treated poorly or just like getting a brush off. And then that makes me want to have the chase. That makes sense. You know, like then I'm chasing after, um, and that's what I'm used to. So I'm not used to all this like attention and him wanting me. So as the eldest child, you were used to giving attention, not getting attention. 
It's my guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is there a possibility that you could reframe that though? Could it, could it actually bring you comfort in that you are getting something that you didn't get as much of as a child? Is there anything that feels good about the fact that your husband is like totally smitten with you and wants to pay attention to you? Yeah. I mean, it is good because my dad is the total opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, He is never home. He like is busy buddy. Like always. I was going to say he's too busy making that great living. (laughs) Yeah. There's a payoff to that. He's not spending time with my mom. He's not, and he didn't do that with me. I didn't, I don't remember like spending a lot of time with my dad. So for my husband to, to give that to me is awesome. And to my daughter is amazing to see to him, for him to give that, you know, devote that time to my daughter and me. It's really amazing to see, but there's part of me that's like, Oh, leave me alone. But I, I just, I need to accept it. I know I do, but well, and your daughter needs to see that intimacy between the two of you. And, and I'm glad that you encourage that between your husband and your daughter, because every little girl Mm -hmm. needs dad to imprint her with a really strong sense of self that she deserves attention and affection just for being her, not for what she'll do for him, Mm -hmm. but just because of who she is. So yeah, I'm wondering if you could reframe it as, okay, yeah, he's struggled some with his job patterns, but he is an amazing partner and husband and father. And, and I want to connect with him for those reasons, because here's the thing. Jobs are not the only thing that brings security. Relationships bring security. Long-term committed relationships bring probably more security than many jobs out there because jobs disappear. They come and go. (laughs) What do you think about reframing it in those terms? Because it sounds like he's going to, it sounds like he's going to be there for you till the cows come home. It sounds like he's in this. Yeah, he is. Well, and what Annie was jumping out to me is at some point when it came time, um, when when the pattern of uh, job issues started surfacing, you guys are attaching Mm -hmm. drastically different meanings to the struggle of of work. That uh, you (laughs) hear it as my whole safety and security and future is in jeopardy. And that's how you're responding, yeah. right? That's what, that's what you're reacting to. He's hearing it as, mm-hmm. or he's, from what you're describing to me, he's hearing it as, this isn't as fulfilling as I was hoping it would be. So now I'm in a dilemma of how do I muster up to provide versus find something that's fulfilling. And when both of you have two different meanings, and like what you talk about, he would come home and share what was going on at work, and you would hear that personally as, uh-oh, everything's mm-hmm. in jeopardy. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. you guys are too close to each other and not being confidants for each other to where you can learn to depersonalize. Okay, I realize that's your work issue. This has nothing to do with me, only indirectly, though. It's not directly. Yeah. Because that's your front line. This is my front line. Now, how can we be allies with each other rather than, uh-oh, this is impacting me, and now that's what you're reacting from, rather than, how can I be a support here? How can I be something that hears it and goes, okay, we'll figure this out, even though this is freaking me out to the core, 
I'll, we can figure. Are you saying she needs to be solid? Well, it, it does help with the solidness, <laughs> yeah. obviously, but but it's that idea. I mean, I've, I've alluded to this on the shows in the past that, you know, Pam, when she gets in crazy mm-hmm. seasons, she likes to just vent about work. And some of the stuff she vents about, I could care two licks about. I mean, it's like, whatever. <laughs> right? It's like, I, but I also know her. And so I want to give her a good, a, a lot of latitude to just, okay go. And then when I reach a point of that's enough, I'll finally, honey, no, (laughs) I don't, I don't want to know anymore, you know, but it's just that that's the kind of stuff that most of the problems I see in marriage and what I'm hearing for you guys is you guys are taking things too personal. That's not personal. It Mm. impacts you. Yes, but it's not personal. He's not struggling with work as a personal attack at you. Right. He's not doing this to you. He's trying to figure out how to do something for you. I mean, and that that's, that's, that's best, that's best intention. Yeah. I mean, we're taking best intentions with this because it could be, he just needs to grow up and realize, Hey, so there's parts of work that just suck and I got to embrace the suck and move forward. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's stuff that we got to just figure out. And us men sometimes really are lazy at that and, and take, yeah, until it takes some time. How old is your husband, Annie? Oh. Um, he's 32. Okay. okay. So, so this is one of those things of, all right. So you guys, now you got a family, you got your, you know, it, this is the stuff where you really start shifting as a man. That's, that's what I've discovered is thirties mm-hmm. is a big pivotal yeah. moment for men right. to, to really put away childishness and, and, and start to become an adult. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, so it's kind of seeing it as you guys are both on parallel journeys and how could you be supports for that rather than seeing it as this is personal and now yeah. all of a sudden we got problems. And a lot of times, Annie, what I would think for you would just be, how could you reopen a, a, a vulnerability to him on, I want to hear what's going on. I want to know, even though it scares me, I want to work it better on handling my fear but being with you. And I want to be there for you and cheer you on and, and give you guidance as best I know how, based on what I know about you. Cause nobody knows him like you do. And there's some great books yeah. out there. Like what color is your parachute? Um, now discover your strengths. Uh, Corey, do you have other suggestions on like personality tests that really kind of steer no, I mean, you towards certain career yeah, fields? There's nothing that comes to mind. Cause I think you guys, from what you're describing, he's found a career field he likes. It's just some of the nuances of yeah. it that are frustrating. Mm-hmm. And that those nuances yeah. are what you're reacting to. Yeah. So what are you hearing in that, Annie? Because we, I want to kind of, I want to kind of wrap it up. What's 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 your mm-hmm. takeaway from from where we've gone? I definitely feel like you guys gave some amazing suggestions, and um, I I I knew, but I just need to hear it that I need to be more supportive and not doom and gloom. Like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me, and being in that way, I guess I'm being selfish thinking well, about myself. And let me add uh, one little caveat real quick to interrupt you. Sorry. Your your tendency yeah. to be doom and gloom is the same tendency he's got when things get rough at work. Mm. Yeah. 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 And just yeah. remember that so much of the security that you're seeking for both you and your daughter are really going to come from strengthening your marriage and your family. And what better way to do that than to draw close rather than pull away? Yeah. Your, yeah. your daughter needs that. Yeah. Is there anything else, Andy? To her and your future kiddos. Andy, is there anything else you can you you need that we can help, real quick? No, I don't think so. Thank you so much. 
Absolutely. You are so welcome. Thank you for sharing this season of your journey with us. We're very honored to come yeah. along for the ride for a little bit. We hope that you'll shoot sure. us an email and let us know how things are going for you guys. Yeah, awesome. Thank and is you. he a, is he you a bet. listener? Does he does he know about us? He does. I think I, I had him listen to one, um, but I mean, he's not an active listener. Okay. I don't think. Well, he'll so. come around. He'll he'll come around. I mean, come on. We're awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe someday you guys can join us on the Sexy Marriage Radio Academy, uh, where we can yeah. have a lot more interaction together mm-hmm. and light us fire a little bit more. Yeah. Well, well Annie, s- stay in it for your part on um, this, because this is one of those things that it's not necessarily fake it, but it's just how can you see it differently, I think, is, is a goal of... How could you recognize, yeah. okay, what's yours, what's mine, and what's ours? And try to be very, very yeah. clear of those. And then if this, when you reach into the areas that's mine, say, hey, you know what? This is mine. I'll, I need to deal with it. And you need to deal with yours. And maybe that helps you get a, a drastically different path to yeah. see things differently. Mm-hmm. Well, Annie, thank you. Mm-hmm. And Shannon, thank yeah, you. thank you so much. Sure. This has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. We love you for listening.